Hi, I'm Maddie, and I don't have a hobby. Hi, I'm Haley, and I have too many hobbies. And I've taken it upon myself to get Maddie hooked on just about anything. In this podcast, we're talking true crime. We're talking Enneagram. We're talking mental health. We're talking Scientology. And just about everything in between. So we're inviting you on a journey that you definitely didn't ask to be invited on. In the hopes that you too would like to be Average, average girls Average and owning it Average and owning it Yeah. Okay. Got it. Did you hear that? Recording in progress? Yeah. Yeah, I did. That's cool. Are we going to cut this out? No. Okay. Hey. (laughs) Hello. Guys, we're really trying with the sound this time to make it better. We don't know if it will be. So if it's not, sorry. Oh, sorry. We're trying to make it happen. Maddie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We're acting like we haven't already been talking for 30 minutes. Yeah, we definitely haven't. Um, oh, I'll tell you that later, I guess. What? It was about my mom. She got surgery yesterday. Oh, did she? Let's yeah. let's tell let's tell the, the fans. Everything's good. She's, Is she okay? Yeah, she's great. Talked to her last night and this morning. She I was actually just talking about your mom to my mom the other day. Weirdly. Oh, aww. Yeah. Close to Mother's Day. I know. All the moms. I was just talking about how much I love your mom and how crazy she is. Mm. I love your mom and she is also crazy. That is true. And then we both ended up perfectly normal and sane. (laughs) I think. Well, I did. Oh, oh, shut it. (laughs) Go (laughs) on. Um, Okay. uh, All right. We didn't plan out a hot take. I'm just realizing. Yeah, I thought of something that I wanted to ask you. Oh, okay, perfect. But I, it's, okay. not really, it's not really like a hot take. I'm just okay. Well, I had other things to discuss anyway, so let's just do them both. Oh, okay, wonderful. Okay, um, mine's just out of curiosity. What are three things that you really like to do? What? That's, That's my so pure. Yeah. Um, I like to read. Mm-hmm. I like to, okay, you want to know a weird thing that I'm getting back into again? I'm going through another phase, painting. Oh. I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm not good. I'm not, I'm not some bingo over here. Did I ever show you my paint by numbers? No, but you're going to now, right? Oh yeah. Keep talking about your painting though. Is it bad? No, I'm actually pretty proud of it. Okay. Well, granted it is a paint by numbers. I actually got Cody a paint by numbers or I think it was Valentine's Day. And I was going to do a cute picture of he and I, and then I realized he would have preferred a picture of him and his cat. So I got him a picture of him and his cat to do the paper. That's actually amazing. Yeah. All right. Let's see what you have here. Too long to make. Yeah. We're going to post a picture of this. Oh no. We have to. really hard. Um, ready? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking it was like a personal picture. Never mind. It guys, it's a picture of a beach. It looks good. It does, right? No, it looks really good. Where, where, how did you get that? Why did you get that? What happened? So I actually got this like a year or two ago when my friend was visiting in town and I was thinking, oh my gosh, it's going to rain two of the days. What's something we could do inside that we're not like just <laughs> sitting on the couch. And so I got these, not knowing that it would literally take like two weeks to finish. I thought you could do it. I, I needed a paint by numbers with bigger numbers. 
I like yeah. bigger sections. That's fair. That is pretty detailed. I just wow. beautiful. Um, my third thing I like to do is go to Trader Joe's. Wow. <laughs> okay, Maddie, what are three things you like to do? <laughs> three things that I like to do. So like innocent. <laughs> I like to mine are so boring, but it's just true. Oh, mine are boring. Mine one of mine was quite literally grocery shopping, Maddie. <laughs> yeah, but you literally I, need to do it to live. Some people eat out every day and that's true. Out. That's true. I remember Jasmine ate out for literally like two years. Yeah, that's amazing. That's insane. I'm sorry, continue. Um I like to my favorite thing on the planet is to eat mm-hmm. and have deep conversations. You so do love that. Like I, yeah. are going on at the same time. That's like, I'm like doing those pauses where you just look around and you're like, this is the life. This is it. You do love a deep conversation. Maddie could have a deep, meaningful conversation with a shoe. Yeah. I actually, I woke up the other morning and the first things I said to Corey were like very deep and emotional. Stop. And we were having like a full on heart to heart. As soon and as you he, woke up. He was already up a little bit before me, but he came in the room and like kind of woke me up and I just immediately went for it. He's like, damn, she's going right for it. Right for the throat. He was like, okay. Um, <laughs> I guess we're doing this. Jumped in. So, okay. Deep talks over delicious food. Okay. Um, I like beauty products. I like playing with new products and makeup and stuff like that, even though I don't wear a lot of makeup. Yeah. I was going to say, you're not like a, it's not like you're a big diva. No, but I like it. Yeah. Um, and I like to move my body, sweat, work out. Oh, since when? It's, it's really good these days. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You've changed, Maddie Hood. Not really. I used to no, go to the gym when you lived here too. I guess, but, yeah, a little bit. But I've always liked doing something. Yeah, I get that. Um, I thought we were going to accidentally have the same hot take right now, but I was going to bring up the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't know if we were going to do a little recap story. Well, I figured we could just do a brief little, yeah. What what are you thinking of all of this? Well, I guess I should say, have you been like following it? Yeah. I watch it live on YouTube every day. Okay. So more so than me even. Okay. Yeah, no, I watched the entire day. I love it. Okay. I usually try to start like a couple hours after so that I can fast forward through the breaks or I take my lunch break when they take their lunch break. Okay. So you're a little bit clinical about this. Probably. I didn't miss a day though. Oh, wow. What did they do without you? Oh, Camille has no problem carrying on. That's true. She's, she's really carrying it. She is. She's going to be booked and busy after this. I also loved that um, psychiatrist 
or psychologist. She's not a psychiatrist, I guess. The blonde lady. Yes, she was so good. I was like, I would have absolutely crumbled on the stand, and that woman was so good. She was good. And I, <laughs> were you, did you hear about the muffins little situation? No. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious because there were so many things, like so many other things to talk about. But basically, she likes to go to the bakery and like pick up muffins when she has like larger known names that she works with um because they're usually you know talking going back and forth for hours upon hours so she kind of brings it as like a little snack like a here you go I don't know if she does that for everybody or if she just does it for like her celebrity clients but Mm -hmm. sounds like she always does it especially for celebrity Mm -hmm. clients but that morning she was kind of running behind schedule so she asked her husband to go to the bakery and pick up the muffins and drop them off is and, it, we're still talking about a psychologist yeah okay and the um and amber Heard's attorney or whatever that lady that sucks yeah um she kept like badgering her about the stupid muffins trying to get her to like admit that her husband was picking up the muffins to like butter up Amber Heard. What? It was very weird and she would not let it go. And the psychologist was like, can we stop talking about the muffins? Oh, wait a minute. I feel like I remember someone saying that. I, I think it was just like a reference and I didn't get it. So that's funny. She was like, we should not be talking about this right now. Yeah. She was like, can we stop talking about the muffins? Like my husband pick them up because I asked him to and drop them off because I asked him to. And this is a usual occurrence. He did not pick them up to bring them to Amber Heard because he didn't even know it was Amber Heard. Like he just knew it was a celebrity client because she's not even allowed to tell him like who she's working with or whatever for the day. It's very weird. Dear God. (laughs) I, yeah, I have a lot of feelings of, so basically I know that the psychologist diagnosed her with histrionic and borderline personality disorder, which already kind of says a lot about what's happening right now. But I think it's, I think what gets me mostly is the witnesses that there's so many people that are literally like, no, she's, she's mean and evil and a liar. I think that they are both in the wrong in so many ways. Like I do not think that Johnny's an innocent angel. No, not at all. That's where I think there's a lot of like weird public misconception stuff though, because there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, no, but like he did a lot of terrible things. Like right. it like, wasn't like he was completely innocent either. Yeah. I don't get being so gung ho about Johnny being like, Amber's an absolute idiot. She's stupid. Like Johnny, 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 blood, whatever, because I, well, I'm so torn about her because I'm like, I do feel bad in the sense that you were a part of this horribly toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. That sucks for everybody involved, regardless of who's instigating and who's whatever, like that just disrupts your life. And I don't doubt that he did wrong her or he did cross the line physically or whatever. Um, but to the extent that she's saying, I don't believe 
person. I mean, yeah, there's just so many things where it's that like that there's so many things that she claimed that they're like able to come back with actual evidence that it didn't happen the way she said. Exactly. And the fact that there's so many people around constantly, like having a security team, for example, and them never ever seeing Johnny be physical. With right. Her. And but I think it-, it makes me mad too, because I'm like, there now so many people are going to be able to point back to this and say like why we shouldn't believe women that are in those circumstances and that's that pisses me off because I'm like you capitalized on this she totally took advantage and and that's the part of me that doesn't feel bad for her at all because even though some of what she's saying might be true Mm -hmm. she I think is exaggerating and she's hurting women across Mm -hmm. the board as reliable trustworthy sources when they do come forward and I think that's really messed up to take advantage of an entire movement Mm -hmm. and you just discredited I mean you you, she didn't because I still believe she just made it that much harder yeah exactly she did not help it at all but I also he made like some comment at one point that I disagreed with where he was like something about his life being ruined and like I get that his reputation is like is obviously he's going to be tied up in this forever and that sucks but also you're Johnny Depp like your life is not it it was just like he was like this is it I never come back from this like this is as bad as it gets for me all this stuff where I was like yeah and as bad as it gets for you is like what a lot of people would strive to have at the very end of their life (laughs) totally I think he just was like I'm, my reputation can never come back from this. Yeah, I get it. It just is a weird, like I get, I understand. Which like for me, I would rather be poor and have a good reputation Yeah. than be really, really wealthy. And every single person on the planet thinks you're an abuser. Yeah, but I don't think anyone, not anyone, I shouldn't say anyone, but like so many people don't think that now. That it's like, I get it. Like, I totally understand his point. And like, nobody wants to be wrapped up in this. But at the same time, I'm like, your version of ruined is not the ruined that a lot of people would think. Totally. It felt kind of tone deaf. I can see that. I can see the lack of perspective that he, that most famous people would have when put in any bad situation. They're like, this is the worst, but I'm going to go home to my $6.8 million home. And like yeah. have my personal chef make me dinner. Right. Like, congrats. You have a like rough, you have this rough trial and then you get to go to like Bali. I know. That's the thing about pain being so relative. Mm-hmm. Like it's sort of unfair. Yeah. But that's also like us complaining about something that we take for granted. Oh, for sure. It's not to say that I don't whine whenever my like AirPods don't connect and I like start right. to a, a exactly. bit, like a toddler fit. Because I will, I will throw a fit about that. Um, wait, can we switch gears? Also, there are so many good true crimey shows out right now. Oh, have you watched Candy? I have watched all of Candy. I finished it last night. So I, good. It's you, really you watched it? I watched it. I loved the way they filmed it. I did, I did too. I thought they did a great job. It was so good. Okay, so whose side are you on then? Whose side am I on? Yeah. I didn't even know there were sides. I thought it was just the candy's awful. Oh. You're on candy's side? I don't like love her, but I also think that I was, um, I'm of the opinion for the most part that I don't think she actually wanted to kill her. Oh. 
Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know if she wanted to kill her or not, but the fact that she, spoiler alert, skip a little bit if you haven't seen Candy and want to, the fact that she threw an axe over her shoulder 47 times. It's a lot of times. They were looking for a burly, experienced killer man. That's what makes me think, though, that it wasn't like... You think she had like a dis- disassociated like mm-hmm. episode? Yeah, because I don't think that in your normal like body, in a normal state, I don't think you can push your adrenaline to even do that premeditated like I think that has to be like a total snap of your psyche and then you're like oh shit what did it what did I do okay I do agree that something triggered her to like black out yeah but I think she was ballsy as hell to have an affair with the woman's husband throw her a baby shower oh yeah befriend her yeah like, sucks I don't think she's a good person and that no like no way and the fact that Betty is that her name Betty mm-hmm. the fact that Betty was pregnant makes all of my sympathy whatsoever for Candy Sucks. out the door yeah like I don't care if you had a freaking snap in your head you're crazy you're yeah. crazy yeah, that one's pretty, that was, is brutal. That was, it was a really well shot show. I liked that. I really like Under the Banner of Heaven. Yes. Um, that one's really good. Have you seen, do you have HBO Max? No. I There's used a, to- oh yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> someone else has got logged out. Um, there's a documentary that like Chrissy Teigen helped produce or something that was called, it's called The Way Down. And it is so good. You would love it. It's so good. Um, mm-hmm. But it's about like this, um, like cult leader, uh, evangelical Christian woman who is like comically, uh, here, just look her up for me real quick. Search Gwen Chamblin. Gwen. And you'll see why it's hilarious. And if you're listening, also Google Gwen Chamblin because she's the, she's the most insane looking woman you've ever seen. Oh my gosh. What's the first thing you see? Her hair. Her damn hair. It is, guys, I shit you not, it is eight feet tall. That's insane. It's the biggest hair I've ever seen. And not even in a, like a, like a, like a parody of Dolly Parton way. In like a, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I'm concerned. Yeah. It looks a lot like those like memes of Trump in the wind with his hair. Like if she, if you were to like actually style it that way and then like. Oh, she's actually giving me bad vibes. Very bad vibes. Yeah. So that one's a really good one. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of stuff out right now. Apparently Emerson was telling me to watch Our Father, that documentary that's out. I wa- Corey and I watched it the other night. Was it good? It's crazy. Okay, I have to watch it. I mean, I, I watched Under the Banner of Heaven last night, so I didn't get to watch it, but I might be on my agenda for the weekend. It's disturbing, like <sighs> horrible. Okay, that, that'll definitely be on my on my list of things. Um, yeah, what, oh, I also really, this is not crimey, but I want to watch Conversations with Friends because I read that book, the Sally Rooney one. I haven't read that yet. 
Oh, it's so good. I remember when I was at Target and I asked you what book to read and I got Malibu Rising. Mm-hmm. I can't read it. Why? I read like the first five pages and I was like, <laughs> wait, because like, you don't like it? I think I just like read a book and thought I'd be excited to read another book and then I wasn't. Oh no, you just got to get it going a little bit and then you won't be able to stop. But then I also just bought The Body Keeps the Score. Ooh, good. One of my all-time favorites. I'm going to read that every week with two friends from work. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah, I use it in my therapy stuff all the time. I'm scared. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well. Okay, so do you want to get today's murder? Yes. So I've already warned Maddie ahead of time. This one's pretty bad. So if you're listening to this, you already know the name of it. Maddie, I'm not going to tell you the name because it's going to give too much away. Okay. But if you saw the name of it, you will know if there should be a trigger warning. So, you know, if if you didn't like the title, you're not going to like the. They should know by the title. Yeah. Okay. Um, Isn't it fun, guys, that you get to hear something Maddie doesn't know? Yes. I have a question. When you see a trigger warning, do you ever pass it? No, because I don't think I have any triggers like that. Oh. No, nothing like really, unless it were like, uh, I don't know, like if it were a trigger warning, like I actually have to see someone die, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. I would skip. I think I'd skip that. (laughs) the hesitation well like I think part of everyone is a little bit curious about yeah the morbid curiosity of it yeah okay anyways keep going um okay so 1975 in Levittown New York it's near Long Island a man named Stephen Plattle is born like paddle but plattle like plattle plus like a platypus. Stephen Platypus um, is born and he is known to be kind of a loner. He's like a little bit awkward as they always are. He uh, gets picked on because he wears the same hockey jersey every day. That's like his claim to fame. Um, so yeah, he's born, lives a pretty uneventful life up until the point of 1995, whenever it's, he starts to join chat rooms because he figures that what he lacks in charisma in real life, he can make up for on the internet so he meets a girl online whose name is Alyssa Garcia she's 15 years old and she's from San Antonio Texas and he at this point is 20 no why no that's disgusting I would agree and keep in mind this is 1995 we're not talking like 1930 where it was like almost like people did this like you know a 15 year old and 20 year old would be together and people were like oh it's fine I thought you were saying 1930 like it was so often that people were in chat rooms. They were in chat rooms. They were <laughs> just chatting. Just AIM, real big thing. <laughs> Did you call it AIM or AIM? AIM. Yeah, we called it AIM. Huh. I don't know why. I always thought it should have been called AIM, but that's just not what they called it. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways, not important. What is important, though, is that eventually... <laughs> this, this story is going to piss you off, actually. Hold on. Let me, let me, not, let me not get there yet. Her parents don't mind the fact that they're talking, that there's an age difference. They start this relationship and eventually it gets serious enough that he comes down to visit her pretty regularly in San Antonio. So his parents know him or her parents know him. 
Um, and you know, all's well in the world for two years, because then at age 17, she gets pregnant at one point. So this man mm-hmm. is 22. She is 17. Don't love. They have a baby girl. They name her Denise and she's born in January of 1998. Um, so they have her, they're like, oh shoot, let's get married. Um, and you know, they think that it's going to be this wedded bliss. Do I have to tell you that it does not turn out to be wedded bliss? No, but there's somebody out there who's 23 named Denise, and that's kind of sad. What do you mean? I feel like Denise is a normal name. Denise is an old name. Okay, well, don't worry, because her name doesn't stay Denise. Okay. So, gets confusing, but it's fine. Um, so, Alyssa finds out shortly after moving in with Steven that he's a lot different in real life than he is online. Um, he is often angry. She spends most of her day walking on eggshells with him. He lashes out at her. He can't hold down a job. And so there's a ton of financial strain on the family. Um, Alyssa then finds out that Steven has been pinching the baby until the point that she has bruises all over her. And so at first they can't like figure out what it is, but then she's like, eventually is able to figure out that Steven is pinching the baby. His little black and blue marks all over her legs. Um, It gets worse. When she, when he doesn't want to hear the baby crying, he puts her in a cooler, closes the lid, and then he waits until she gets close to not crying because there's no oxygen and then he'll take her out. You know, when you're so angry that you can't do anything, but just sit there with it. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have words. Can you imagine? And first of all, no, I cannot imagine. (laughs) Lose my cool don't yell at me i didn't put a baby in a cooler steven plattle did so he puts his baby in a cooler but here's what i don't understand about it either if the goal is to get the baby to stop crying why would you put a baby in a cooler it's not going to stop well it did because she put the baby back out yeah yeah did the baby stay not crying like why did he go back to that method don't know don't know i don't know if it was a one-time thing but it says that it happened i mean it said that he would do this so i'm assuming it would happen more than once but i hate him um Alyssa loves this baby and so she's scared of steven she thinks about leaving him plans to start leaving him and then he threatens to kill himself and send her the video of him shooting himself in the head she gets really scared you can tell she was very much groomed by him because she was 15 whenever they got together like what you would know. you do if if you and Cody got pregnant Dear God. and he was putting your baby in a cooler and pinching it. Oh my God, I'm leaving and I'm calling the police. Yeah. And if he says, if you, this is so morbid to actually make it real. Would you just delete the video? I don't think you would actually do it. I think it was a scare tactic, but the thing is, I'm not someone who was groomed at 15 by this person. So I think I have this, like, we we have the advantage where she doesn't. We're like, like, oh, I would leave. I would remove myself from the situation. Like, Like, not everyone can leave. So I'm assuming that's what happened. And I know that you would do the same thing and leave. Um, But she's too afraid. So she decides to put Denise up for adoption at eight months old to get her away from Steven. So a family in upstate New York adopts the baby and life goes on. Wow. Done, 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 done. That was the right decision. 
It, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's too easy for me to say like, yeah, just leave because obviously it was more complex. Yeah, if she was never going to leave or couldn't see how she would leave, that was the right decision. Yeah. So Alyssa stays in the marriage and then after about 10 years, she decides that it's probably safe now that they've grown up and matured that she wants to have another baby. So they have one little girl and then they have another one shortly after that. So they have two little girls. There aren't reports about any physical abuse, but he's still known to have a pretty bad temper and they all walk around on eggshells still and he can't again, hold down a job. She's a manager at T-Mobile and she would work all day and then come home. And she can recall one day that she came home and she heard whimpering in the bathroom. Her one daughter was told to stand in the shower because she had an accident and her dad had said, go stand in the shower until your mom gets home. And so she had been standing there for hours and she was just in there crying. What? And so Alyssa is like freaking out, like cussing at him to get into this huge fight. Um, but then everyone just gets over it. Right. Like you just get over it. It's just a Tuesday night fight. Like, no, you're, I feel like that's where I would get super territorial of like, that's my kid. A thousand percent. I would feel so protective. My mom, whenever like, she would always say that if anything, like ever happened to us, it was my dad's fault or something. She'd be like, that, he would just no longer be your father to me. Uh, you would be my daughter's <laughs> like, just mine. Yeah. Just X him out of the picture. Um, she, also said that one of the, the younger daughter is on the spectrum and he would like call her the R word. Oh my God. Isn't that awful? He also was known to once have beat a neighborhood cat to death when it walked into their garage. So he's a real keeper. Love Gosh. this guy. Now, hold on. After we know all of this, would you believe that it gets incredibly worse? Yes. Okay. Fast forward year 2016. Denise is now renamed Katie by her adoptive family. She's 18. She has plans to attend college for digital advertising. She's popular in school. She's really artistic. And her life has like gone relatively normal since she got adopted. So the summer before college, she decides that she wants to start looking into her birth parents and ask questions because she's just curious. So she's able to get in contact with them and she starts talking to them pretty regularly. And everyone's really excited about this. So they live in Virginia now. So she goes down to visit them and then she shocks everyone in August of 2016 when she decides that she no longer wants to go to college right away, but she wants to move in with her biological parents. Hmm. So she's 18 now. So like her adopted parents aren't gung-ho about the idea, but she's 18. Like, yeah, okay. They were just trying to be supportive and like hope that it was just a phase. So she meets her new sister. She gets her own bedroom all as well. And then things start getting weird. I don't know. Steven starts dressing younger. Like he's trying to be cool. He like grows his hair out. He starts wearing skinny jeans. He starts to get like standoffs with Alyssa and their marriage wasn't in a great place anyways, but it like, he is like getting more distant with her. And so Alyssa thinks like, he's just trying to impress Katie, their daughter. Like she's trying to win her over. He is 42 at this point. Alyssa's 37. So, um, he starts investing a lot in his appearance and then he and Katie just get very close. Like they're just, they have a bond. Katie's how old? 18. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, in September, remember she moved in in August in September, he starts sleeping in Katie's room on the floor. What? So he and Melissa, or he and Alyssa didn't sleep in the same bed. Um, so whenever she found out, she was like, this is really strange. She confronted him about it. And it was this huge blowout fight. And he basically told her just to mind her business. And so 
Um, like, listen, I used to pinch her when she was a baby mm-hmm. and I missed out on 18 years because of it. Catch up. I have to pinch her when she sleeps. <laughs> I have so much pinching to do. I have to do it at night. Leave me alone. You so robbed me of all the her. pinching I could do. Yeah, that's basically what happened. So then she was, so she literally brings it up. She's like, hey, I have to tell you this. The reason that I had to put you up for adoption wasn't because I didn't want you. It was because your dad was abusing you. And Katie like doesn't seem to mind. She's like, oh, okay, it's fine. He's not doing it now. So I guess he was done with the pinching. So when the python like sleeps next to the woman that she starts letting it sleep in her bed and it's like, oh, it's so cute. It's like spooning you. And then the people say that it's just measuring how big it needs to expand so it can swallow her whole. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what's happening. Metaphorically. So Alyssa decides at this point, it's time for a divorce. She's done with it. She takes the two younger girls. She gets a joint custody agreement and Katie stays with Steven full-time. So the two younger girls come to stay with Steven on the weekends and throughout the week. And then one day he tells them to start referring to Katie as their stepmother. They're 11 and nine at this point though. They're not little. And they know that that's not their stepmother. It's not disgusting. So then um, Alyssa finds her daughter's diary around this time and she reads a diary entry from the 11 year old that writes um that her father is the devil and that katie is a regular person and so their baby will be a half demon she also wrote um he calls her his baby which is so gross and she said does she see me as her daughter or her sister so they find out through this that katie is pregnant katie mm-hmm Oh my, no, she was so close. She was so close. Mm-hmm. Just go to college, babe. Now, hold on, worse. So Alyssa calls him and she's like, what the hell's going on? What, is this true? And he just said very calmly, I thought you knew that we were in love. What? Alyssa reports them both to the police immediately after hearing this. Um, and this is in May of 2017. The police call them in for an interview. They deny everything. And then the police just don't follow up on it. They just like drop the ball completely. Okay. Okay. July of 2017. Katie and Steven go to Maryland. They get married. No. (laughs) No. They don't know that they're related. Oh, no, they know, but they both have different last names because she's adopted. And so they just lie on the paperwork. It asks you, like, are you related? And they just said no. Wait, they don't know, meaning the people who married them. They oh, know. yeah, 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 yeah. No, the I people mean, who married them don't know. I know they know. They're they very much know. Um, oh, no. So then not only do they get married in the court, they have a ceremony. They invite Stephen's mother and Katie's adoptive parents. They all go to the wedding, Maddie. No. They all go and there are photos of everyone smiling. No, they're not there to like, I object. No. They end up interviewing the adoptive parents later and they say that they just wanted to be supportive, but they didn't agree with that. Where, what are the odds that you're, how are, people are so weird. I have never heard of a case that has, like so many people dropped the ball. Like everyone knew and everyone dropped the ball. 
Yeah. Like that's weird. That it's weird. And they're not in like, like backwoods Appalachia. Like these people are like, they're in New York. Yeah. They're not even like. It's like Long Island. Like Like they're not, yeah. They're not like secluded. It's not, it's just weird, 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 weird. So she gives birth to a baby boy named Bennett on September 1st of 2017, who for all intents and purposes is born pretty healthy from what we know from his birth. It's not like he had like, you know, two heads. Um, the two of them, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. November of that year, the police finally decide to reignite the case that's fallen through the cracks. By now they're living in North Carolina. They are both arrested for incest and for adultery, which I guess because they were sleeping together at the point that he was still married. And I guess in North Carolina, you can charge for adultery. I know not in every state you can, but I guess in North Carolina, you can. So the baby is given to Stephen's mother for God knows what reason, because clearly she's not the best mother I've ever heard of in my life. Um, the two of them are then released on bail separately and are given no contact order. So they're not allowed to talk to each other. They are allowed to see the baby though. They just have to like arrange it. So when Alyssa got out of jail, or not Alyssa, what, when Katie got out of jail, she moves back in with her adoptive parents and he moves back to their old house in North Carolina. Um, now they follow the orders and they don't speak to one another. And somehow in that time, Katie just sees the light. And I don't know if for some reason, Stephen thought they were getting back together. If they were secretly talking, I don't really know what was happening there, but Stephen is stunned whenever Katie calls him in April of 2018. And she says that she's thought it through and she wants to be done. She doesn't want to be with him. She recognizes that this is a gross situation. So finally, when she breaks up with her dad, she go, he goes to his mother's place on April 11th of 2018. And he tells her that he's going to take Ben out and he's allowed. He can go do that. So at this point, Bennett is seven to eight months old. Um, he goes back to his place where he then suffocates Bennett to death before putting him in his bedroom closet. What? Uh-huh. He then goes to his gun. He's a gun collector. He gets in his car and he drives all the way through the night. He gets all the way to New York. It's April 12th by the time he gets there. He waits outside for them to come outside like he's sitting outside of her adopted parents' house. And he follows them um, on a drive that her and her adopted dad take. Um, Steven begins, uh, or Steven catches up to them at a stop sign. Uh, he pulls up next to them into the driver's lane and that's where he brings out his gun. He shoots into their car and he kills Anthony Fusco, which is her father and Katie, who at this point is 81. Um, he then immediately calls his mother. She calls 911 and you can hear this recording too. She tells the reporter that her son just admitted to killing his son, his wife, and her father. And keep in mind, this, his son is also his grandson. Uh, uh, Isn't that nasty? Wait. He kills his son, his wife, and... And her father. Katie's... Adoptive father. Uh, um, an off-duty fireman is... Uh, on the scene, he calls 911. He witnesses the shooting on the road. Um, the first responder on the scene was asked to confirm that they were dead, and he reported, Oh, they're definitely dead. There are brains everywhere. Mm. Stephen then aims the gun at himself while in the car and takes his own life. And that is the end of a very terrible story. 
of genetic sexual attraction, which I looked into it, it's um, this concept that people are attracted to people who look like them. So everybody's like predisposed to that, but we like all bond and realize there's a familial bond. And so you don't get sexually attracted to them. But whenever you are not raised with that person, the odds increase that you can be sexually attracted to them because you don't have that familial bond, but you look similar. Oh, that's so selfish. Isn't that just nasty? Yeah. But then like rational people, even if you're like, you know, oh, like my, like I have a cousin who I never see who I think is cute. You're like, oh yeah, but then that's my cousin. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And you have like some, something in your brain that checks you and is like, oh yeah, that's really gross. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah, people don't do that, but this is like a full grown man who was accustomed to grooming women. Ew. I hate him. Isn't he the worst? She escaped him and then she had a baby with him. I know that's the thing is like, if she just hadn't been curious, which of course it's like a natural thing to be curious, then, you know, but like, uh, I just wish she was like satisfied with, oh, I got in touch with my birth parents and we can like build a relationship. Right. Like if she hadn't even moved in, even if she was curious about them and hadn't moved in. Or even if she like said she was going to visit once a year. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like every single um, like safeguard just did not. Yeah. Or like, Alyssa, like I, I have to assume that the, that Alyssa Stevens wife, like was in the dark and like was abused herself. So I'm like trying not to be judgmental of her, but at the same time, I'm like, this man was sleeping in her room and then she did her due diligence. She called the police. Like, yeah, good for her. What the hell were these adoptive parents doing? What was Steven's mother doing? Imagine, no. imagine your kid has no. a kid. No. And like, is the daughter not talking to her step parents anymore? Is she not telling them like, Hey, no, everything's good. Like, it's great. Um, my birth dad is like actually sleeping on the floor in my room now to like keep me safe at night or whatever his reasoning was. Like either she didn't say what was happening, which is weird to like omit, omit the details. Like in and of itself, that's kind of weird to leave that out or to not recognize that it is weird. Mm-hmm. And two or B, I don't remember if I said before, A, B is, were they not like, okay, we're coming down. We're, we're going to stay with you for a couple of days and like scope it out ourselves. Yeah. I just wonder how you break the news. Like, was it like, Hey, we're getting married. You can either support us or not. Or was it like a slow build of like, Oh yeah. Like, did she tell them? Yeah. Did they come around to like supporting them in a weird twisted way? There is just no way in hell anyone in my life finds themselves in this situation. And I am just a, just a, a a bystander. Yeah. There's no way at all that there wouldn't be one person in your circle to be like even just to throw the question out there like do you guys think this is a little weird a little interesting I guess that that he seemed like he was a loner and that he preyed on like young vulnerable women and I'm sure just judging by the fact that he's an abuser that he probably intentionally isolated her from people that wouldn't have been supportive So I'm sure like there weren't a lot of people in her life that she told or that she like was close enough with 
or they moved to another state. Other people might not have known. Yeah, that's true. The only people that would really know would have been like in her family. She probably wasn't like, oh, hey, this is my dad husband. <laughs> like she was just introducing him as her husband. And if you look at the wedding photos, she is a baby. She looks oh. young. What's her name again? Um, Katie. I don't know her last name. Um, but if you search up Stephen Plattle, <laughs> it'll come up. But the name of it is the incest murders, which is why I didn't want to tell you. Plattle. Yeah, it's like P-L-A-D-L, I think. P-L-A-D-L. Yeah. So I didn't love this one, I could tell you that, but it was it just got more shocking at every turn. Yeah, that's so sad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Incest stuff. I mean, I know it's supposed to gross you out and it should gross everybody out, but man. I hate it. I hate that guy. I know. I think it just makes me angry. Like, oh God. And I mean, yeah, that's true. And I also think it comes from being like a therapist to kids that I just want to be like you, I just, I could really go off. Yeah. She does look like a baby in this. Yeah. And she's pregnant with her dad's baby. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. I don't love it. I can tell you that much. Well, thanks for ruining my evening. And then what are your another bad part? Let me ruin it more. The, the adoptive dad dies. Now it's just this adoptive mom who's like, oh shit, I probably should have said something at this damn wedding. Yeah. Like that has to be the most guilt. Oh my gosh, I couldn't live with myself. No, I, I really don't think I'd be able to. Yeah. I like don't know who to blame besides everyone in this scenario. The, the pictures are just chilling. It's weird. Yeah, I hate it. I mean, I should have showed you those first and then said, and then told the story. Little. So um, sorry for ruining everyone's day. I hope no one was listening to this on like the drive to work because man, you're about to have a weird day. Yeah, share it with all your coworkers. But then I don't know if it's better for like listen to it right before you go to bed at night. It's like still unsettling. Ew, yeah, not a good time. Not a good bedtime story, I don't think. <laughs> I'm going to sit my kids down for a bedtime story and I'm going to tell them this one. <gasps> Ew, sorry. That was actually like too much. Awful. Sorry. <laughs> Meanie. Yeah, I didn't love it. So, well, love ya. Um, me. We did this last time, and I didn't know if you were talking to me or if you were talking to the listeners. Oh no, I'm talking to you. The listeners, oh. like in the call. Well, yeah, but I figured like it's embarrassing. You know, if like someone says I like your shirt, and you're like, "Who me?" and they're like, "No, you," like a different person. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but it's just me and you here. Okay. Uh, but I try do. again. Let's try again. Love ya. Love you too. <laughs> Is that better? Yeah, that's great. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another idiot session. Average and only.